party people welcome back to the podcast welcome back to tomboy official um day i don't even know what day we're on 17 or something uh day 17 of vinus keys i am off track because i last night stayed up till 3 a.m on this morning which is friday well, it was Friday. Now it's 1 a.m. or so on Saturday morning, technically. And the reason why I'm doing this is because I've got a rave to be at from Saturday night, 10 p.m. to Sunday morning, 3 a.m. So I decided the previous two nights stay up till 3 a.m. So that hopefully I can dance the night away Saturday night into early Sunday morning and not be half falling asleep in the middle of this rave. And... You know, so I've been having caffeine at weird hours and I woke up today at like 10 a.m. Um, Saturday, I'm going to wake up later, probably around noon and then try to sleep in. Uh, I mean, try to go back to sleep again, like take a nap before I head out to this rave. So, um, yeah, it's hard for me with the late hours. So technically, I'm still in Friday. Um I didn't record first thing in the morning because it took me a while to get my head together and I just kind of wanted to chill. Um, So yeah, this next chapter, I'm only going to do the two pages or so for, um, actually, let me say, I'll just do one page. Um, So one page, um, page 39, um, because I think we're a little bit ahead anyways. So page 39, happily unhappy. Um, I'm just going to only do that page um, right now. So basically that page is talking about, um, you know, wishes, desires, and, um, you know, the difference between, you know, wishing for something and actually truly having like, a deep desire for something uh and so you know i i've when i like something i tend i tend to listen to it more than once or watch it more than once um so i'm like that with movies with youtube videos with all kinds of stuff you know i'll give it a break for a while till i kind of forget enough of it that i can rewatch it again and you know so there's this, you know, people who know me really well, you know, you know that I really like metal uh, music. And so, you know, I like heavy music. I like hard music. I like soft music. I like all kinds of music, but I'm really into metal. And, you know, I've been really into Chris Garza's podcast. Um, he's the uh, he's the guitarist in uh, Suicide Silence. Uh, and I think he lives over in Corona in, in LA. And so he basically is, um, uh, how shall I say? He's, a um, uh, yeah, metal musician, basically, um, I think his family are musicians as well, or involved in the music scene. His parents were to some extent, uh, and I don't know exactly what, but like Latin music scenes in LA uh, when he was growing up. So he's been around music his whole life. And, um, you know, I came across this podcast, I think when I was like, you know, rewatching some Cold Chamber music videos during the pandy, the pandemic, the Rona. And, um, you know, I heard this episode with him and Migs, Migs Rascon. So Migs Rascon, Miguel Rascon, he has been one of my favorite guitarists for, since like high school. Um, you know, and I kind of fell off listening to 
certain types of music since I've been in San Diego. Like, not that I don't listen to it, it's just I don't actively, like, follow finding new stuff too much up until more more recently, like, in 2022. And so, maybe 2021, I don't know. But, you know, the Rona times were different because I started getting back into a lot of stuff that I'd totally just been avoiding and ignoring. Um, and so the reason why I bring up the interview with Meeks Rascone and Chris Gar the the one that Chris Garza, you know, um, hosted is that, you know, that really resonated with me because, you know, it was great to hear a musician that I've loved for so long and now he's like in his forties and like hearing him talk you know, about how it was when he was, like, in his 20s and 30s and when I was kind of, like, into the band in my teens and later on in life, too, in college and everything, um, and I really gravitated towards the music and how he was talking about, you know, you know, when you, when you're, when you're a musician and, you know, you, you want, um, not necessarily the fame, but it's, like, you want to be able to kind of, you know, be successful as an artist and as a musician and, you know, pour your heart and soul into your music, into your craft, all the energy. And, um, you know, I was listening to the singer of, uh, what is it, Sepultura, um, what's his name, Green, um, I don't remember his name something green um I'm so bad with names you guys it's like so ridiculous um I sound like I never know what I'm talking about because I can't remember anybody's name um I'll find this name I know it but I just I just can't remember honestly my head's my head's not right okay so Derek Green of Sepultura the singer the now singer um so basically um he was talking to Chris Garza in a in an interview about you know um his experiences with just like you know when you when you kind of are really into something you know when it comes to music like metal and just kind of how there's that energy with it and you know your energy as a musician kind of like fuels like the energy of like the crowd or, you know, the music itself just kind of, like, fuels your energy. It's like your own energy is going into the music, and then again, that music is in turn kind of, like, fueling your own energy, and, you know, it's it's a pretty powerful force, you know. I think, you know, a lot of people don't like metal. I know that, you know, people just can't get into it or whatever um it's too loud it's too like the screaming whatever but you know that's something that I've always gravitated towards was just because uh you know lyrically they tend to talk about really deep topics um you know not I mean I don't mind music that's just like fun like like what's that song by Blink-182 it's like it's Christmas Eve and my grandpa just ate seven fucking hot dogs or whatever like funny songs like that you know um or like whatever but you know I also like songs that are kind of more relatable to like real life emotions real life experiences um things like just you know like trauma and relationship difficulties and just complexities of life and just like how we get in our own way and sometimes like more political things and social issues and stuff like that like metal metal does you know have a focus on a lot of those different areas whereas other music even if it does you know it's kind of more milder and there's not really that like like I wouldn't say there's no passion behind it but there's not that same like intensity of energy and you know uh the reason why I was mentioning Derek Green is because I was like he explained it exactly he was like explaining exactly what it was that usually was like resonating with me with metal which is why I liked it and then and I still do and then um you know hearing me Roscoe talking about um you know his early career days just about like how they were like you know, they were just, like, hungry for what they were trying to 
trying to get, like, the goals they were trying to reach, and, like, you know, it, it was, like, a healthy competition, you know, I, you know, I don't, I don't know if people were in LA, like, in the 90s, when there was just, like, you know, this is, like, pre-YouTube, really, like, I think YouTube maybe existed, but it wasn't, like, like it is now, pre-kind of podcast, pre-smartphone, like, maybe these things were around, but they weren't, like, everybody knew about it, everybody was into it, like, it was kind of just more, like, a thing that was, like, there, uh, but it wasn't really something that, like, everybody was engaging with on such a regular basis, like, Instagram, TikTok, I don't think even existed, like, you know, and he was talking about, you know, when they would have posters and flyers, and they would put them all over in Hollywood, and, you know, people would come to shows, and they would start selling out shows, and stuff like that, and it, you know, back then it was different, like, you know, you would, like, look around, you know, you'd go to coffee shops, or local spots where there would be open mics, or, like, local band shows and stuff, and you'd, you'd pick up flyers, like, these little bitty flyers, um, for bands and stuff, and then, um, you know, quarter sheets, you know, and, you know, it would have all the, the bill on there, and, like, you know, five dollar cover, or, like, whatever, you know, um, it was usually pretty chill, and, um, you know, a lot of stuff was low-key, low-price, low-cost, you know, it wasn't, like, such a, you know, like, the bands were really great and really good and really accessible to see. Like, it was easy to see everybody. Um, bands like Korn, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if P.O.D. I would throw in that mix, maybe a little bit. Um, like, a lot of the L.A. bands, you know, the bands that were, like, around in L.A., like, it was just, you know, it was crazy. Like, the 90s were, like, nuts, and there were all these bands just, like, you know, like, rock music was, like, pretty uh, popular, and, you know, it was, you know, you could tell there was, like, something in the culture of it. Um, it's really hard to explain in words, but I, I, I don't see it now. Like, I see it more now after the Rona, people getting more into you know, oh, like, yes, like, I love this band, and I can finally see them, and, like, I'm willing to pay, like, two to four hundred bucks to go see my favorite bands now that I could have seen when I was in high school for, like, five to fifteen dollars, you know, it's, like, it's kind of ridiculous price ranges and all that kind of stuff, like, it's just insane, um, but the value behind it, too, is, like, you know, it's a lot of, like, there's a lot of memories and emotions and, kind of just like time periods just kind of like attached to certain songs certain albums like where were you when you used to listen to these songs like oh I used to be driving to or from Irvine every day listening to the same dang album you know like you know like you know I would do this or I would do that and like you know but just basically hearing those guys you know talk about you know from a musician's perspective of like you know, the hunger that they had, like, they weren't necessarily hungry for food, it was, like, you're hungry for some specific, uh, type of, um, I don't want to call it lifestyle or financial gain, but just, like, a, a style, a type of success that really is kind of wrapped up in a lot of, like, you know, emotion and, you know, your own, like, craft that you're passionate about and, you know, definitely the passion behind it, too. Like, I think, you know, that's the difference between somebody saying, oh, I want this or I want that or I wish my life was like this or like that and then somebody who's just, like, by all means, like, I'm not saying, like, taking advantage of people, but by all means, you know, they're going the distance, they're, they're going, you know, the, you know, the route that they need to take, um, just fearlessly just to kind of get what they need. And they're not in that part of their mind that's like talking them down. And even if they are, they're just still going through the motions and just doing it. 
and like like I've been there in parts of my life where I've been like just like so into something that like there was nothing that could that could make my day gray or bad or um negative it was like whatever just like get up go you know like you didn't sleep enough whatever get up go you know just go do it like you know there was no like I'm tired today it was like no like I want to learn this I want to do this you know I'm getting somewhere I can see myself improving and like you know just being in the process of it and just absorbing every part of it you know, um, without being able to be knocked down, without being able to be, you know, uh, swayed, you know, um, or redirected or like let off track or unfocused. You're just like always in it, always there, always present, always just like striving and like putting in the work and putting in the effort. And of course, balancing all the other stuff too. I feel like just naturally, it just comes with the territory that, when you're when you're kind of thriving in like a passionate part of your life you're able to really kind of you know hold true to like things that are going to help you um like you know because you care about it and you know what it takes to kind of get it done like I'm not talking about like you know living an unhealthy lifestyle just like push 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 and like you know pushing yourself into sickness or anything like that but I just mean like you know you can tell when you're on and when you're like like just in go mode and just like this is what you want you know exactly what you want and you think about it with a smile on your face and that's kind of what you want to do and um you know I remember feeling that way like about school like in grad school at times, like with my thesis, I remember feeling that way with, with music at a certain point, like I wasn't trying to get famous or anything, but just like the way I used to approach like learning and writing music was just very, you know, um, just when I did artistic things, I was very much like, like, just like into it, you know, like I couldn't wait to come home and do that. I couldn't wait to be just like diving back into this certain project or whatever it was and you know for me that is kind of the way I would explain the difference between you know how life to a certain extent I found it easier a while ago when I was kind of more passionate about things and just had that that energy behind it where it was just like this is what I want. This is where I'm going and I'm getting there and I can see it every moment of every day. I'm getting closer and closer. And, you know, even if it was going to take years, I was like, I can see it. I can see it, you know, and there was like nothing, you know, that was, you know, really a roadblock until I started hitting all the roadblocks and everything. But, um, but yeah, I, I can definitely see the difference between how things used to be at a certain point in my life compared to like, kind of how they've been in the last couple years it's like you know you know just going through the motions like I've talked about it before like you know it's like even when I was working before uh this before 2023 you know there were multiple months at that job where I was just like wake up just do it just go to go through the motions do the job you know like and you know there was like zero passion behind it you know, I didn't care. Like I did the work well. I did really good. I made sure the client care was high quality. You know, I did the best I could, but I was just like, man, I'm not feeling it. You know, like I wasn't feeling it at all. You know, like there was like no passion behind any of that. I was just like, this is just what I do because it's what I do. You know, literally that was how I felt about it. It was like, this is what I do because, you know, I want to be able to go out with my friends or like, you know, hang out or go party or whatever or go do activities. And it was just kind of like what paid for my lifestyle. But other than that, I wasn't really passionate about the work I was doing after a certain point. Um, I didn't have a lot of drive like behind it, motivation, none of that. Like it just kind of like I didn't really feel it. Um and I know a lot of people have been there. I know a lot of people are there now. 
And I do feel like it's hard to put a finger on, like, what is it that's going on? What is it that doesn't feel um, the way that I would like? You know, why don't I feel good? And then it's like, when I start looking at the big picture, oftentimes it's like, well, that kind of stuff is what it is, you know? Like, when a person leads, leads a life and lives every day without that passion energy behind kind of what they're doing without that kind of hunger kind of in in their in their eyes like about like what they're trying to do and just like you know wearing yourself out to the point where you just sleep well at night and then you wake up and you're excited to just start again you know like that's a different feeling than just being like just wake up and be like fuck it I gotta do this today you know like you know, that's a whole different mindset. And, you know, I would say, you know, whatever can get a person to a point where they have that kind of passion for something that they're doing, even if it's not your job, even if it's not how you make an income, just having something in your day that every day you're doing that you actually care about, that you actually like strive as like part of yourself that you really genuinely want and you feel like you kind of almost need that in your life, you know, creatively just to kind of like, you know, be, you know, authentically your own self and just like a part of yourself and like represent and express yourself. I think that's one of the best places to be is to have that and know what it looks like, know what it is and do it. Um, Definitely easier said than done, but... I do think that it really works wonders for people. Um, you know, it's a very valuable, um, you know, uh, experience to have. And, you know, I think it's hard to get there, you know. Um, and it's almost like... I mean, this isn't the same thing, but have you ever had, had like, you know, a group of friends or like a specific person or just like a crew that you're like, that you're, that, you know, you guys always have a great time. It's always a blast. You know, there's never any kind of like animosity, no like, you know, massive tension. There's like nothing that's like really a big kind of uh problematic situation and, um, you know, you're always used to having just, like, the best of it when you're together, and, um, have you ever been with some, with someone like that, or a a crew of people that are like that, and then you've kind of fallen off for, like, a while, let's say, like, six months or something, like, like, maybe you're in touch, but not really, you just kind of, like, send memes here and there, or whatever, and then you meet up again, and you meet up and you have like maybe a weekend, maybe two days together, like maybe a Friday night and a Saturday night and then everybody splits Sunday morning, right? And so you have those days together and you're with one another and you're, you know, just, um, you know, you know, you're with one another and you're trying to just, um, you know, you know, you have a good time together, and then you go back your separate ways to, back to where your life, what you just left, uh, to go meet with each other, and then that feeling of, like, you know, I still want to talk to these people, like, I'll still text them, call them, and that lasts for, like, a little bit at least, right, like, usually it's, like, right after you meet someone and you have a great time like that, it's, like, you'll notice it's, like, oh, we kind of stay in touch a little bit after that, and we call each other a little more and talk a little bit more often. And it's kind of like you got that kind of flame rekindled back, you know, like it kind of just it's something like that. You know, like, like you kind of just get a little bit of a taste of, you know, some part of your lifestyle or some part of your, you know, um, some part of something in your life that is beneficial and worthwhile and important and valuable to you and then you know usually even if it is like a weekend thing or a one day meetup kind of reunion type thing you kind of stay in touch for a little bit of time 
and you think about each other for at least a little bit of time, if not longer. I mean, the more you start making plans, uh, the closer to date the to the closer the dates together are. Like if you're not seeing each other only every six months or every one year, but you're seeing each other like every like month or something at a certain point, it's like yeah, that that flame definitely gets rekindled and it gets stronger, and you can kind of be like okay, like we're kind of like united again, you know, or reunited again or whatever. Um, versus if you don't do that, then it's like, um, it's a little different, right? It's kind of like, oh, you know, like if you had a bad time, you're probably not going to like stay back in touch again. But when you have a really good time, it kind of reminds you of like, Oh, I remember our childhood when we used to meet up. Or I remember, like, when we first met and we were in school together and we used to, like, hang out. And, like, you have all these memories and this history and it kind of rekindles that again. And, you know, um, it kind of, like, lights the fire a little bit. And then you start, like, getting back in touch again. And, like, you know, even if it is temporarily. Because I've noticed those kinds of things. Like, people just settle back into their day-to-day life, however it was. Um and things like that so but just like finding the reason why I mentioned that is like finding something that's like that that kind of like rekindles that fire a little bit on a regular basis I mean for me it's definitely music like I mentioned you know I'm trying to get back into music more and you know I've definitely noticed you know I've been avoiding it and um you know, maybe dismissing the importance that it, that it's kind of held in my life for so long. Like I was, you know, I've been doing a lot of deep thinking, obviously, maybe too much. Um, and I was thinking about, you know, because I'm back in like the childhood room that I've had, you know, since like high school. You know, I've still got my keyboard. I've still got my guitar amp furniture a lot of it you know is like from high school and early college days and you know it kind of brings back a lot of memories and I remember you know I used to sit on my amp like every night almost in high school and I'd probably play guitar easily like an hour almost every single night I don't remember not playing I used to play almost every single night even if it was the same songs or the same riff over and over again and it never felt like it was long like I was never timing it like basically I used to play till my back would hurt from like just having bad posture because I didn't have like proper posture when I would play and again I'm sitting on my guitar amp um I sat on the amp because my desk chair like my bed was too high I like my my knees at a certain like right angle um so that the guitar doesn't like slip off you know um because I don't really like playing standing too much I prefer to play sitting if I can um and you know not really using the guitar strap too much um like it's there but I don't like it's not like a necessity um just to make sure it doesn't fall or something but um yeah I used to play sitting on my amp like every night and sometimes I would have headphones, sometimes I wouldn't, sometimes I'd play acoustic, sometimes it was electric, sometimes I'd even plug in, sometimes I wouldn't even plug in, um, it didn't really matter, like, I was just playing, you know, and I did that, like, every single night, and I remember, I was like, dude, like, like, when I look back on certain years, I'm like, I don't think I had any coping skills, like, whatsoever, like, you know, I definitely experienced a lot of depression, a lot of things that I had a really hard time dealing with and I didn't know what was going on you know I knew that some days I woke up and I just felt like I didn't want to go do what I needed to do but I did it you know and I knew that some days you know I just wasn't like happy or I didn't want to socialize or come back from school and just go to my room and just like crash out for a while and then wait till dinner and then I'd eat dinner And, like, I felt just, like, fatigued a lot, drained a lot, just low motivation a lot. Like, I can link together the pieces because that is about the time. There was a certain time when I kind of stopped doing routine PE, like, every day because I'd finished all my high school PE credits by, like, junior year. 
And so I didn't do PE my junior and senior years. And I did play sports a little on weekends, but it wasn't like every day anymore. And, you know, I would play with my band like Friday and Saturdays. And, you know, I would go to church Fridays and Saturdays. And I'd have sports on Sundays. So I always kind of looked forward to the weekends, but I would just have just like miserable weeks. Like I wasn't going to to the same school as my friends. Like I kind of knew people, but I didn't really care to know them. I'm like, I'm only here two years and all these people knew each other since like middle school or junior high or even like the first couple years of high school. And I was coming in my junior year. So I didn't really like know people like that and like. So, like, I didn't really have too much of a desire to kind of, like, make new friends and fit in or, like, whatever. I was just, like, here to study, get good grades, make sure I could, like, do good once I got into college. And otherwise, I just wanted to hang out with my other friends. Like, I wasn't really too into that kind of, like, like, it's not like there was anything wrong with the kids. I liked them, but it was kind of, like, a whole culture I wasn't used to. Like, I was used to private schools. I was used to... A certain kind of like religious environment back then and like I was just it was like a culture shock I was like what am I doing here but um yeah like I don't know that, that was a hard couple years um and I don't think I had any coping skills like I don't think I even identified if I had depression or anxiety or insomnia or like anything I was just like whatever um I just knew I felt like crap a lot of the time um, even when I look at like drawings and paintings from that time period, a lot of it is just like dark colors. Like it was always night in my paintings. It was always night with maybe like a dim street light or like a little like light from the, from the moonlight or like something like there was no color hardly in any of my drawings. And when it was, it was like from a nighttime point of view, it's really dark you know like like we would make these projects for school sometimes and like you know I just like give them to my folks to put on the fridge or you know whatever like you're done with the project for class and I did as much art projects as I could and you know and mostly I was just playing music and doing art and that was the way I got through like that was the only thing I knew how to do And I knew I felt better when I did it, and I never really was able to, like, you know, I just never understood it. I was just like, okay. But then once I got super busy in grad school, eventually, um, like, after um, the grad school in L.A., once I moved to San Diego, and about, like, the third or second year in when I started having issues, and, you know, you know, I stopped. That's when I got out of everything. You know, I stopped being involved with like anything church related and I'm not saying that church is really like like it's for me church was like a cultural thing it was more like this is like socially where I'm comfortable even though I kind of didn't like a lot of the aspects of it but socially it was kind of like what I understood um because I was kind of like socialized that way so I kind of understood that kind of environment I'm not trying to preach to say people have to go to church or whatever you guys know I don't care um but yeah I was just used to it because culturally I was raised like that I was raised um doing those kinds of things um you know I was used to you know doing sports at least once or twice a week um I was used to going to the gym I did start going to the gym when I first moved to San Diego but about two years, about my second year in, um, I kind of stopped going to the gym. I stopped eating healthy. I started eating fast food all the time. Like, you know, I stopped playing guitar. Uh, that's about when I stopped playing guitar, stopped playing pickup games of sports, stopped going to the gym. Like I stopped doing everything that could possibly work in my favor. And instead I went and just studied all day and all night. And that didn't help me at all. Um, cause I was never feeling rested. I was never feeling, um, unstressed. Um, like, like I was able to unwind. I was always just like tightly wound, barely sleeping, barely functional. Um, and of course, you know, I couldn't maintain that, you know, but I also didn't put two and two together. Like even then 
I didn't really know to put two and two together. Um, uh, but yeah, like, you know, those are the things that I think I would say are life lessons I've learned. Um, you know, don't stop playing sports. Don't stop playing music. Don't start, stop doing artistic things. Don't stop creating, you know, just never stop any of that kind of stuff, you know, um, cause for a lot of people, it's really what sustains them. Um, you know, in, you know, just like their day to day, it'll help things to kind of stay balanced, stay on track, stay, um, focused, stay functional, um, versus getting like some weird, you know, just nowhere to put your energy, but internally, like into yourself, you know, you basically implode, basically, that's what happens, you know, like, you just can't function like that, most of us can't, you know, you don't get any momentum, you wake up with just, like, you're already drained by the time you get out of bed, it's like, you can do it short term, but if you try to do it for, like, years on end, I mean, it definitely doesn't help, um, you know, to not have anything, um, to really, you know, um, deal with things, and, and if you're not gonna do that kind of stuff, at least, like, coping skills types of things, like, breathing and meditations, and, you know, um, you know, that kind of stuff, but, you know, I'm more of a, like, you know, I like the kind of more, like, active kind of, like, creative types of things, where I can kind of see the result, it's like, okay, like, you know, I was, you know, maybe a little stiff and, you know, my muscles kind of tight and I went to the gym or did some yoga. Now I definitely notice I feel different or like I was kind of like stressed out and I listened to like the Slipknot album and now I feel a little better or like, you know, stuff like that. Like healthy, it's kind of healthy. Like it's, it's not like you're just like, okay, I don't feel good. Let me have like a few beers or like a a couple whiskey shots or something like of course like it's not gonna kill you really to like have like a little bit of alcohol here and there but it's like you know I feel like it doesn't really do anything it just kind of does a little bit but it's not anything you don't have anything to show for it you know and I'm I'm usually a big like okay if I have something to show for this you know I like to have something to show you know, I like to have something to show. And so to me, having something to show is um, one of the more helpful ways to kind of, um, you know, for me anyways, to kind of get things where I want them to be. Um, I really like to have something to show. Um, whether that's, you know, I got a better, a little bit of a muscle pump, or my muscles feel a little loosened up, or my, my mind feels a little more focused or lighter, or, you know, I don't feel as stressed or irritable. Like, I like to see results within, like, 30 minutes to an hour that are gonna last, you know, for at least the rest of the day, mostly. Um, and I've noticed, you know, just doing things like that helps, but, um, yeah, like, it's hard to keep, that fire going and you know by neglecting every single thing it's like you gotta keep at least one thing you know you can't neglect all of it and so um that's just kind of my examples of you know that kind of idea of like passion and you know like when you really want something you know it could be career focused and like yeah I really want you know, a house, or I really want, you know, um, a degree, or I really want this or that, you know, um, kind of like a long-term planning, um, you know, but it doesn't have to be, like, a serious thing, um, usually it's something that is serious to you because you value it, and so you're gonna want to do it, um, wholeheartedly, and want to actually want to be there, like, you want to feel like you want to be there every time when you're doing something. Nobody likes to feel like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to, I'd rather be sleeping or I'd rather be not doing this. When you have to be doing something for, like, multiple hours of a day, every day, beyond, 
how often you want to actually be doing it. So that's what I have to say about that page. Um, as far as my schedule, I kind of explained it a little bit. Um, but just going through today's daily routine, my my day routine today. Um, so last night I had some melatonin around 3 p.m. That was Thursday night. Come into Friday, um, I woke up at, I say 10 a.m., I did wake up a couple times before that, but the melatonin kind of kept me asleep, so enough, you know, so that was good. Um, I had breakfast, brunch, I don't know, it wasn't breakfast, a little, little bit of C4 before breakfast, that kind of got me going. I screwed around with this Google Fi data SIM card for a while, got Google Fi working. All this nonsense with the freaking internet, and I finally noticed that the TP-Link was good enough. I could use the software I want. It's just I have to use headphones. That's the only thing. Like, my music software works with the TP-Link Wi-Fi, but I have to use headphones. Because if I don't use headphones, the speakers through the laptop, just everything sounds, like, delayed and muffled for some stupid reason. I don't even care. It works as it is. And I'm not going to use it without headphones anyways because you know I don't really like the speakers like this this laptop isn't really built for like music production or like anything it's not really built for anything it's not built for gaming nothing it's like it's almost an equivalent of like an updated netbook that they used to have like kind of those like functional laptops that's like thin and uh you know it, it works you know um, it's, you could do word processing, watch videos, movies, whatever, but it's not for, like, creatives, you know? It's not for gaming. It's not for video production. It's not for music production. It's not for, you know, photo editing. Well, you can do all that stuff on there, but it's, like, not that strong of a computer to, like, do all that stuff. But I know that it can push. Like, it's not, it's not weak. Um, so I'm like, I know as long as I keep it pretty empty, it'll be able to like do all this stuff. And so that's why I was, whatever, I'm not going to get into it because I got it working the way I need it now. And it took me most of the day. Um, so then I realized, shoot, I'm going to return this, um, Netgear Nighthawk M1. I'm going to do that today. So I don't have to do it Saturday so that Saturday I don't have to do anything but get where I'm going. So I went to return the Nighthawk, um, uh, um, hotspot and, you know, I removed the Google Fi data sim I, you know, packaged everything up. So around 2.33, I took a shower around 2.58, went over to the post office to mail this thing. Uh, it didn't take that long cause I was out of there by 3.05 and or 303 or so and I was home around 306 which was great because um <clears throat> then I was you know I skipped all the school traffic like I feel like if you wait to like 310 315 traffic is really bad because school gets out at three and it does take the kids a while to walk out or like people to get to their cars and the cars to get back on the road so I was like let me get out of here and like get to a stupid post office uh, had supper around 3.17 p.m. I don't know what to call it. Maybe lunch. I don't know. Like, I'm eating at weird hours. Um, uh, I watched some musician interviews. I studied at 4.20 to about 5.08 p.m. Fell asleep, basically. Woke up at, like, 6.22. Um... I uh, didn't really write down what I was doing. Um, I ate dinner around like nine something. Uh, and, you know, just, I don't know, from about 10.30 p.m. or so, I've been just listening to music. Um, and I'm totally happy with my day. Um... I had some yerba mate 
really late. It was probably around, like, 10.30 p.m. Because um, I'm, like, I'm trying to stay up. I mean, it was, it was like, around 9, actually. It was around 9.30. Um, I usually will never drink that much caffeine, but um, I'm trying to push a little bit. Um, and so I don't know if I mentioned, did I mention? So last night I was up late, um, looking through some old guitar tabs. Dude, I found these guitar tabs from like 2001. Okay. Like the year 2001, uh, from the year like 2003, 2005, like, songs I had printed, I know that's the year because I had written the dates on them, and I had printed out some stuff off the internet. I haven't printed something off the internet in so long, I don't even know what it looks like anymore, but I don't know if you remember back when you used to print stuff off the internet, it might still be the same, but it has that, like, link at the bottom, and then it usually says, like, the date. Um, I don't know if it does that anymore, maybe it does, but... Yeah, actually, I did print a shipping label today. That's the first thing I printed in, like, probably, like, years. Maybe, I think I printed my tax forms last year at, like, a Kinko's. But I don't know. I haven't really looked at a lot of, like, printed out pages in a really long time. So, like, I don't, I try not to be printing out a whole bunch of stuff anymore. And I haven't had a printer for a while. So, I mean, I just haven't needed one. Like, for work, I didn't need one. Um, The only time I really needed one was when I was doing, like, shipping labels and stuff. But, yeah, I I haven't needed a printer in a really long time. Um, But, yeah, I was looking at these old tabs I'd printed out. I remember there was a show... That me and a couple friends were gonna do. It was me and two other females. We were gonna do some covers by like Minor Threat and Dead Kennedys and Adolescents and I think another band. I can't remember who. Um, and so I had like the song orders of those songs. There were so many freaking songs. Um, there was some tab printout from like two thousand five. From some AFI song that my friend wrote on there. This is the song that I'm always playing that you like. Um, and it was in her handwriting. It was so funny. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, um, And, you know, it was just cool. Like, I'm like, that's kind of cool that, like, you know, I had all these, like, weird old-ass things from, like, high school, like, I was still in high school, (laughs) like, and I still have, like, the literal papers, um, and so I kept them, I have, like, this, I don't know how to explain it, it was, like, I made a folder, like, it's, it's not a real folder, it's, like, you know, when you have, you remember those notebooks, like, they, they still make them, but it was, like, those notebooks that, you know, they would be, like, the, the college rule lined paper, but the front and back would be kind of like a, like a, not like a thick cardboard, like a thick kind of like cardstock paper. And they'd have like the front would be like one solid color, like a glossy solid, like red or blue or green or yellow or white or whatever. And then like the binding would have like a, it looked like a black, almost like an electrical tape along the the left side binding and it would usually be three hole punched and it would have like I don't know like a hundred a hundred sheets of paper or something um so basically I took the front and back of one of those and took all the paper out of the middle and just stapled the front and back together and used that as just like a folder to slip in all my tabs and I wrote on it um there was my own personal tabs as well as civic threat because our band was Civic Threat. That was the name of our band. Um, I think it was Trademark at one point. I think when we played at church, we were Trademark. But then when we played outside of church, we were Civic Threat. Because we would we would use like distortion and 
not play so much like contemporary Christian songs. Um, and it would be like, you know, kind of like Christian themed music, but not directly like biblical or anything. It was kind of like themes that you hear in like Christianity, like, you know, about community service or about like, I don't know what the heck our songs were about when I think about it. Um, people trying to like, you know, fight against, you know, doing, doing bad things or, um, just like, um, I mean, my favorite song was this one called Painkiller, um, just kind of about, like, it was just one of those teenage angst songs, like, can't stand, like, just how we couldn't stand, like, a lot of the pressure around, like, what we were dealing with, like, I don't, the singer wrote the lyrics, and I never knew, um, um, what, who, like, I don't know, I, I don't know if I even remember the lyrics to these songs, but, um, um, but yeah, that's kind of what our music was about, it was like, but, you know, usually it was through church-related, like, events, like, teen events, you know, and, like, you know, little band get-togethers and stuff like that like that was pretty common in the 90s <laughs> for those of us who were there um that was kind of like a common thing to get like four or five bands together because everybody was in a band back then at least in LA like where I lived everybody was in a band like I don't I, you know that's just how we socialized like everybody had bands and was playing music and like athletic and stuff like that and so you would just play sports and play music all the time but um, yeah, you always had your crew, and, like, you know, you'd do whatever that thing was that you did together, and for us, it was music, and we did that, and, you know, um, but yeah, I, I still have some remnants of, <laughs> of that time when we used to do all those things, and, um, it's just kind of crazy to come across, because I've, you know, since I've moved back, over here, you know, I have cleaned out a lot of stuff in my room, but it's, like, the folders, the journals, that kind of stuff, I kept them, but I didn't really look inside to see, like, what's there, I was just, like, I'm not gonna toss this, so for months, this thing has been sitting on my, you know, keyboard, uh, music stand, I have, like, a Carcassi, what is it, 25 Melodious, I can't read it from this distance, 25 melodious and progressive studies opus 60 um so i have that set of etudes i have uh one of the snm metallica uh, it was like symphony it's called that because it's san francisco symphony orchestra and metallica s m so they call it snm from the snm album it was like a live album but I think it was two CDs, but the uh, sheet music was two books of sheet music. So I have one of the books of the sheet music, um, one book of guitar ma- manuscript paper um, from, I've had this, I don't know, a friend of mine gave it to me for my, for like Christmas or a birthday, like way back in like, probably like two thousand five or something so I've had it I've had two of those since um I don't remember where the other one is but I think it's around somewhere but she gave me two of those as well as this other little music book that I barely looked in yesterday and that other little music book had like some Chopin and Schubert and some other kind of sheet music that I hand wrote down Mind you, I mean, back in the day, like, I didn't have, like, a device of any kind. Like, I didn't have a smartphone or a laptop. And so a lot of times when we didn't have printer, ink, or paper, I would just write stuff down by hand. I'd go online and see it, and I'd just sit there and, like, write it all down. Um, 
I mean, this is probably why I wasn't doing too good in my classes sometimes was because I spent a lot of energy doing this stuff, you know, um, and, you know, but it kind of kept me going, you know, like I really enjoyed doing it, but I never was like considering trying to take it to like any professional level, nothing like that. I was just like, I love this and, you know, um, I did it more for myself because I loved it, you know, like I wasn't like even the bands I played in and stuff, I wasn't like too into the music, but I was like, well, at least I get to play. I'd rather play what other people like and be able to play with a band than be able than to not do that. But I'm really into heavier music and only one other person in that band was in the heavier music and everyone else kind of liked kind of like soft rock. And I wasn't really into soft rock, but they were into kind of more like acoustic rock. And I was kind of like, bro, like we need to like get our electrics out and like add some distortion. Like I need this to like, you know, I need to be palm muting and freaking like drop detuning this guitar. Like I'm not trying to like play like, you know, it was almost like the difference between playing like Goo Goo Dolls and Metallica. Like it was kind of like that kind of difference. Like they kind of wanted like a like an acoustic version, like if you think of all the acoustic sets that they used to do on MTV, like Nirvana, Foo Fighters, like all the acoustic sets, it was almost like that, like acoustic sets, um, I didn't want to play acoustic, I was like, I like electric, (laughs) you know, and I like it loud, um, and heavy, (laughs) and fast, but we didn't have a lot of songs like that, uh, because especially the audiences we were playing to were, sometimes really Christian and we knew that we wouldn't be able to just write only songs like that and then be able to play them everywhere we had to play songs that we could just kind of like um play on acoustic and it would sound good in a church and nobody would complain and be like oh it's like blasphemy or whatever (laughs) so like we yeah I don't know good times good times um yeah I brought back a lot of memories for myself last night um staying up late and looking at all this stuff and it was really fun but um yeah like it's gonna be a weird um time for me it is a weird time for me it's it's gonna be a weird time um like the music I'm writing now uh lately is uh real weird um I've never written anything like it before I it's strange like it's just 2023 music that I I have no idea what the hell like I'm not really influenced by anything it's just my own style of music um I just that's just what I'm doing um you know for the last uh grand finale of this um break I'm on uh there's gonna be a lot of music coming out of it um I've been writing like I mentioned before like I've been doing a lot of journaling writing kind of riff writing just kind of like thinking of ideas and stuff um it's all like in my head but you know like I can think musically very well um I I can't play everything that I can think but I can think through music very well um, it's kind of interesting, um, and so a lot of times when I spend daydreaming, I, I kind of like to just think about music and stuff, and, like, I'll think of songs, and I'll just completely forget them afterwards, and, um, that's fine, um, but yeah, I've been finding a lot of enjoyment in things lately, because I've been definitely participating in things that I love, But I think, you know, playing around with all the, like, old paper that's been, like, in drawers for, like, 20 years or something, you know, I I think I gave myself a little bit of a sinus infection because I'm a little allergic to dust. And I definitely noticed having to, like, wash off my skin uh, before I went to bed yesterday because I could kind of feel there were, like, little dust particles because I was wearing, like, a tank top. And then, you know, I think some of it got into my sinuses, I'm pretty sure, because I woke up with this weird sinus kind of issue going on. Um, It's not a full-blown cold. It's just sinus problems. But um, 
Anyways, I've got about an hour or so to be up, so I'm going to do some other stuff. And uh, it's a late post, but for me, I'm ending I'm ending my Friday soon, even though it's like after 2 a.m. So, all right, with that, thanks for listening.